Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 the one Hi everybody and welcome to the, boys. the latest oh. edition oh. of Ooh. the Boys Next Door podcast oh featuring your gracious hosts Blackberry and Ken Lush. Today we're going to be talking about... That felt so like 80s, like come on down. <laughs> come on down to the new... Okay, let me stop playing. What's up y'all? We on this motherfucker drinking wine and applying Carmex. Let's go. Bitch, this is Laneg, the best lip mask you'll ever buy in your fucking life. Laneg. What is it? Laneg. Lenigra? Laneg. Laneg. Lenigra. Lenigra. Okay, I got it. Got it, it will got it. it will give you some nigger lips. I won't complain. What is it called? A lip what? A lip mask. With a Q-U-E. Mask. Ooh, masque. <laughs> like Tage. <laughs> um, I like Eos. So what I like the EOS. Okay, the EOS, so EOS, EOS. She gives my lips it, a, a white overcast. It gives. Okay, so Siberian husky. Them, which one you be using, child? I, I used the. It was a pink one. With the oh, were you and I was your lips? No, I have perfectly moisturized lips at all times. I, I was about to say because were you dehydrated? No, you applied the no, bitch. It was given very much so like Tyrone. I like the EOS because it tastes good. It doesn't last very long. I will say that. Mm-hmm. No, I like... But, you know... I like my lip... Okay, so I'm one of those people. I like my lip gloss and lip things to look like lip gloss and lip things. Like, I don't want it to... I don't want it to fade away. I want. I need to be moisturized. I need a plumper. Like, I like... My lips are, like, part of the Ken Lush experience. Oh, and then when you suck dick, when you when you suck dick with like good tasting lip stuff on, you can taste it on the dick as you do tricks or whatever. Oh, and it'll make you go harder. Yeah, good idea. Mm -mm. Let it stay. I need some. Not to start the show off this way, but I do feel like I need some help in the dick sucking department. You know, are you not a dick sucker? I don't participate in sexual relations often, (laughs) so I don't have a lot of practice sucking the cock. I. I feel like dick sucking is like what I was put on earth to do. I f- wow. I feel so you like feel like you were born to be a dick. A I was born to have a dick in my mouth. Yes, like I. There's d- actually a Twitter porn star named Born to Slut or Born to Be a Slut or something. I I appreciate his um dedication to the to the job that he was put on earth to carry out. But I and I appreciate the nuts I busted. So. <laughs> Wow, what an appreciation circle. Like I, I just I just enjoy like do you enjoy sucking dick? 
Um, I oh the no, times I can, that means no. The times that's let me say this: the times I've enjoyed sucking dick is because I like the person. Okay. If I'm sucking dick sense. because we having sex and I don't really, really like you like that, it's just like it feel like a job. And I'm the opposite. You know? Like <laughs> I'll suck your dick and totally not be into fucking. See, I want that capability. I want to be able to like. <laughs> I want to be like a throat goat. I want to be like. It takes years of dedication. Years. Yeah, and then it's. I feel like there's nobody that wants to teach me. Like I, I've literally told guys, like, you know, just let me practice on you. Like it's not gonna harm you in any way. This is beneficial <laughs> for the both of us. We both, we both walk away with a lesson and a and a, and a gift. But I just, yeah. I feel like it comes down to. You have to find the right guy that actually like thinks you're not joking. Cause if someone was like, "Yeah, you could practice sucking dick on me all day," I'll be like, oh, "Okay, bitch." <laughs> so I made it. I make it awkward when I say that, right? Probably so. You or like me, if I want to do that, I'll be like, "Uh, I really love sucking dick. I'm going to suck your dick all day," and I just leave it at that. And then even if I'm like just want to practice and do it all day, or like me personally, I'll sometimes just like if I'm with a guy. Well, I haven't done this in forever because I'm a virgin again. But, like, back in the day, I would, like, always just, like, grab my boyfriend's dick and, like, slap it on my face or just, like, fondle it or just, like, touch it and, like, beat it up like a punching bag. Like, I enjoy playing with dicks. I can go without fucking a dick, but I can I enjoy the, the playing. I don't like hand jobs, but I would do everything else. I, See, I I'm a handy person. Jobs. I like a I like a good bait session. I like a good handy mandy. You know, um, a handy dandy <laughs> nut. You know, that's me. Like we each, like you, each, and I don't really one, get mine sucked either. Really? Okay. And I'm like, well, I'm 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 more of a eat my ass, do whatever. Like, if you want to suck my dick, sure. I don't really care. Right. But like. But the whole time I'm sucking your dick, I'm probably going to be jacking off. Like, you don't have to jack me off necessarily. This is so bottom. Yeah. This is such a bottom conversation. <laughs> we are bottom of the barrel. But, no. <laughs> this, like, as, we, as the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, so this is just, like, bottom ass shit. Like, that's so weird. Like, that's hilarious. Just two sissies. Just, I, I don't two punks. P-O-N-K-S. <laughs> Punk, punk. What a punk! Look at that punk right over there. And yeah, so I'm just like, but I'm also I consider myself very much so a pleaser. Like I love yeah. pleasing. Okay, so we're submissive punks, <laughs> pleasers, and one of us doesn't really like to do it or doesn't have. I'll say this: I don't really what have you, a lot of. What are you good for? It. What do you okay? So what's your bedroom thing? That's like like if somebody was to be like look back on their time with you in the bedroom, what would be the thing that stands out the most? Uh, this hole. Hello. Okay. Do you feel like you have a really tight hole? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Like some people like any 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 be gripping and farting and gripping and hugging. <laughs> yeah, you do. Gripping and <laughs> gripping and farting, gripping and farting, gripping and farting. <laughs> 
And that thing soaking wet, soaking wet, soaking wet. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine receiving a voicemail like that, bitch? I will fall the fuck out. Like, I'm not only am I falling, I'm calling the cops on my way down. Like, you're going to jail. Like, you know, it could have been sexy, but it's just like it sounded like a creepy old man. Like he was over there beating his dick while he was relieving that voice. Dusty Uncle Paul at, from the bus stop. That's what it sounded like. Ew. That is so funny. But like if it like, was a fine movie, man, like, oh, yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> it show is gripping and far and gripping and far. Bitch, I'll make you do a drumline beat on that dick if it needs to. Do you like farting on a dick? What is this episode already? Where have we uh, gone? Anyway, let's continue. What do you like farting on a dick? Okay, so I think I what what is it definitely is it called queefing for us or is no? I mean, you know, gays like adopting terms like pussy, so we might as well call it queefing. You know, well, I don't necessarily do that because my boy, my ex boyfriend's dick was of a particular size, so I didn't really have that problem, and I'm really really tight in general because the space between when we would have actual like sex. It wasn't like I was loose and it was just like him a hot dog in the hallway and that it was it was never that. It was it was always like I have I sounded like a flat yeah, tire rolling. rolling. I ninety five baby, it's going down. He's stuck in the seventy ninth. But it was just like my asshole more so I'm a gripper and I'm a creamer. I get really creamy and I will give you a suction cup ride of your life. But I don't ride dick. I hate riding dick. I cannot. I do I don't enjoy it. Riding is like it's um it's a di- it's like it was literally invented by Satan <laughs> to torture gays. It's one of Sa- it's one of Satan's creations along with Scorpios, Virgos, and Aries. Aries and Scorpios, definitely. I love Virgos. I love Beyonce, and I like some Mac- Michael Jackson songs <laughs> as well. Is Michael Jackson a Virgo? Um, yeah, he is. Wow, what a powerful um, zodiac sign. That's 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 what the girls always go to. Virgos, oh, we got Michael and Beyonce. Like, girl, fuck. No, you. I would, I would brag about that too. Who do I have? I have Lizzo and Kaylani. See me out. I got who? I got. I got Alicia Keys. I got Brandy. Oh, your list. Kelly Rowland. Oh, your list giving real auntie power. Kelly, Kelly Rowland and Brandy's birthday is same day as mine. Okay, those are my sisters. The eleventh. Uh, unfortunately, Whitney Houston died on my birthday as well. Oh, so I have her and. <laughs> How tragic! Um, Aquarius is a very dark zodiac. Like that. Now that I think about it, that is very, very dark. Some very sad. Yeah, it's very sad. That's so dim- Oh, but yeah, I don't like riding. I don't. Um, like the last time I had sex, I definitely rolled. But did you? I was not. Yeah. I'm not confident. Now I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. It's not that I'm not confident. It's just like my knees hurt. Um, <laughs> I um I like riding in a certain position. So on your like, knees. I don't know. Your, no, no, oh. no, no, no. I like um I don't know if it's called reverse cowgirl, but I like it when like let's say he's sitting on the edge of the bed. Okay. Just like if he was just sitting on the edge of the bed, and then I sit on his lap that same way. I ca- riding. It. I call that daddy in my bed. Whatever that is, I I can do that because it feels good to me and it's easy to do. So do you like, how many times have you felt like you actually like felt the dick? Like, you know, like, okay, you know, you can get fucked and then it is kind of like, okay, I'm getting fucked. Then there's that other time Mm -hmm. where your second hole is just being like tossed and turned and you like, bitch, I'm I'm about to pee on myself. Ooh, no, this is definitely me dying on the dick. How many times have you actually felt like you've had real fucking sex? Triple X. 
Well, definitely, definitely the last time I had sex, which we talked about. Because again, his penis was the size of this wine bottle, probably. I feel like I feel like you should call him over. I don't know. Can I? What did you eat? What did you eat today? I have not eaten. Oh, this is perfect. This is like perfect situation. For some reasons, Thursdays are like the days that I just the, don't eat. The, I don't know what the, that those is. Those are body body conscious day. Thursdays. Body conscious day. I take one of those every week. I just like any. I don't do it on purpose. I do it on it purpose. Mm. Oh, sound yeah. But that's yeah, a whole nother I, topic. He, uh, yeah, we can do. We can definitely have that conversation. Um, but I definitely, I I like to get plunged like that. I mean, not to sound like a total power bottom, but like I like to feel like I'm losing control of my body to the yeah. Day. I like I'm one of people. I like to get fucked until like my whole lower body is numb. Like if if yeah. I'm not numb, this is making me miss my ex boyfriend so bad. If I'm not numb. <laughs> I feel like it's just like not even getting. I should like. Oh my god! I want to text him. Like, oh. I like. I like to feel like is this is so sick. Now that I say this out loud, but I like to feel like a little dizzy. I like to feel like I'm about to pass out. Like I'm. I like to go there. <laughs> Roller coaster ride. You want to. You want a concussion yeah, from it. Because you know. Because you know. You know when you having like an anal orgasm, it feels like your body is being removed. from from the inside of you. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but it be feeling like the old body is getting sucked out through the air from your hole. Like, it's kind of like if you open the airplane while it's in flight, like everybody will fall out of the plane. That's how it feels when you're having an anal orgasm. I oh. like that feeling. Yeah, me too. It's so fulfilling. I feel so bad for the next guy I have sex with. I feel so... Why? I'm going to wreck his dick. When I say I'm so tight, I try, okay, so I'm showering, whatever, and I'm like, okay, I should just try to, probably try to like to test it out and see like what's going on down there. So I stuck my mm-hmm. finger in, I'm not even a finger, I have short, like short legs, short arms, short stubby fingers. It's just like, well, my fingers aren't stubby. They're just like really like, I don't know how to describe them, but yeah. So I try like to stick it in. And when I say I'm so tight and it's like almost like to the point of me just being like, Oh my god! This is this will be torture. This will be torture on a big yeah. ass on a big ass dick. That dick is gonna when I say I'm gonna but rip see, it the off. The thing is, but the thing is, it won't be torture because he's gonna open your ass up. I told you last time, tightness is a mentality. Like it can physically be tight, but once you tell yourself to open up, and once that dick go in, you ain't gonna have no choice. Oh, so I learned gonna be gaping from from lip service. Okay, I don't want to. Okay, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, from lip service, I learned that, like, from... I forgot what porn star it was that came on there. She's like, so, when you're doing anal... Like, how is the bitch gonna teach a fucking fag about... I, re- I remember this episode. I know what you're about to say. Like, like relax your jaw when you're, when he's fucking you. or And, like, when he's putting in, mm-hmm. relax your jaw. So, whenever my ex will fuck me, and I'm like... I know my asshole, like, the back of my fucking hand. Like, I'm, I study my asshole. I'm proud of my asshole. Like, that's why I always tweet randomly. Like, my asshole is so soft because it's just, it's just the perfect asshole. Anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> so, you relax <laughs> your jaw. Yeah. And it makes the dick go in like, like butter. And it's just like that steak sizzle. Like when you're at Chili's and that and they fucking bring that fajita across, <laughs> across the table, okay. across from you. And okay, it's just, okay. it's just that sizzle. That's my asshole. I'm that fajita sizzle steak. 
Well, they say they say poppers do that for you. Have you ever tried the poppers? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I wish y'all could see him right now. He has these really black glasses on on the edge of his nose. This fucking beanie that's like six six times too big for his little peanut head, and he's looking down. He's looking down over the glasses at me, asking me, "Do you like poppers?" <laughs> No, I've never done poppers. I've never done poppers. And I'm afraid to do them. I want to do it, but I'm also just like cautious. So let me tell you, I've never done poppers, but I had a friend come into town and he had them on him and he was like, just sniff it and try it. So I did it. So wait, 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 wait. Pause, 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 pause. You started off the conversation. You started off the story saying, I've never done poppers. And and not even like five seconds later, you're saying I had a friend coming to town. But listen, (laughs) it's not it's not because I didn't do them. I just like sampled them. (laughs) So so this is what happened. So like he just like had them on him, and so I was like, okay, let me try it. Uh And so I at the first inhale, I was like, girl, what the fuck is this? Like this, what y'all be going crazy over? And I'm talking about literally maybe. Mm, seven seconds later, I was transported to another planet. <laughs> you was on planet her. <laughs> I was on planet like open me up. Like I did your crazy. whole your whole felt like a big ring light. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like my whole body had released, but also like it was like a head rush as well. So it was like oh, I'm dizzy. Wow. So like it was like a really strong like rush. I enjoyed it, but I also like there was a balcony in the hotel room. I had to go outside because I felt like I was about to pass out. But I was like, I can see why people can get addicted to this stuff. You know, you know the FDA. It definitely made me want to get fucked. Yeah, for sure. And it made my heart. Oh my god! Wait, what? What a fucking side effects those yeah, are. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's in it. I think it's paint thinner or something. But and you know, it's and something. They say, and they say if you like go like to where they sell poppers and you say poppers, they won't sell it to you. Really? So what do you have to say? It's like a secret. I, I guess you have to say what it actually is, which is like I don't know what it, I think it's paint thinner. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. If you're listening, let us know. But yeah. like, uh, I would totally you can't try sell it. Poppers if you're trying to buy it from somewhere because they won't sell it to you. I would try it. I've done everything else. I've done Molly. I've done um, really? shrooms. Yeah. I want to uh, try shrooms so bad. I actually, was, I want to try Molly. I want to try ecstasy. Is that the same? Is Molly and X the same? Yeah, I think Molly is just a, like a watered down version of ecstasy. Because when I was doing it, I did it. I did it. In, I did Molly water. I went to a party and they were. Yeah, I went to a party and they just made Molly water in front of us. And I was like, I'll try it. And they were selling it too for $10 a cup. And it was selling out mm. like, it was selling out like hot, hot cakes. I uh, have a friend that recently just did ecstasy and he was like, he really liked it. But like, it made him feel very low after he came out the high. Oh, uh, see, and I don't like stuff like that. I'm very particular about my highs and stuff like, I like, like that's scary. Like, can you yeah, imagine? They say- Go ahead. Like, can you imagine already being fucking depressed as hell? And then you take something and, like, it lifts you up to the highest level. And then it's like, once and it, then all, it just it drops, drops you. Like, ass. what the fuck? Like, what type of fucking. Yeah. What's that What's that ride that goes all the way up to the top and drops you? 
it's I've seen a lot of rides like that. Um, What's the, I, I, think I can't that think of the name of it. What's the name? The giant drop. Like, why the fuck would I want to go on this okay, giant yeah. drop of a thing? Like, what? Those aren't my type of drugs. Uh, they say they say that about Coke as well. Like Coke, the reason people get addicted to Coke um, is because like Coke gives you like this extreme burst of like dopamine. I I think. That's the hormone. Yeah. Whichever hormone that is that makes you feel really good. Mm-hmm. Cocaine gives you that. But when you come down, you like go so low that you're going to need more cocaine so you don't feel bad. I would like only reason I would ever do cocaine is to lose weight. Like cocaine snatches <laughs> the body like no fucking other other than depression. But, but depression. Who did, who's doing the research on that? Is that cocaine or crack? And who told you this? Let's know. Let's find out. Listen. I know a lot of people that do a lot of things, and I get and I ask questions on Twitter, guys. If you want to find out, I did ask the question on Twitter, and I definitely did get answers. So if you're interested, go look and see what the answers are. Or did, I think the person I asked and the person DM'd me, and they were just like, "Yeah, it snatches you. It feels really good. Oh, those glasses are bomb. It's giving like JS ice cream vibes, like the album cover. Oh, come and get a scoop of my ice, ice cream, baby." baby. Okay, yeah. So I like Stop Coke, it, stop yeah. it, mm, raspberry, that... raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> that song was wild. That was a wild ass song. R. Kelly is a sick person. Yeah, that was and then he had them outside in front of that fucking ice cream. Them grown ass women outside in front of the ice cream truck selling <laughs> ice cream. They living living out his fantasy. What a sicko. Oh what a sicko. Wolfgang. But yeah, um, I'm, I I want to try everything once so I can be like I don't I don't feel like I have a now I will say like um, addiction is something that runs in my family like especially with alcohol. same so hardcore yeah same I know I have the trait so yeah I'm so certain stuff I I'm very cautious same yes. I was just telling someone that mm-hmm. like I'm very like addictiveness runs in my family so I if it's already in my DNA it's certain stuff I try to avoid just because of their reputation of having. A, making informing addictive qualities yeah and so i'm always super cautious like like it's just i'm i'm very like even alcohol now i'm like look i'm at like one of the weirdest places of my life i don't even want to i don't even want to see a cocktail yeah I, don't, I like like i'm not interested like and yeah. even like w- when i first um when i first got out of my situation like i couldn't smoke without wanting to throw up Really? Because smoking, yeah, because smoking became like one of those things for us where you know, like you're having like you're you're fighting, you're not getting along, blah 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 blah. We would smoke to make it all better, and so it was just like we wake up and we if we didn't have weed, it would be like a horrible day, or if we didn't have like or if we didn't have like like if we if we were running low and i know we was we didn't have enough funds to get money for like a couple of days i will be like dreading those next couple of days i'll be like trying to scratch and claw some money out of somewhere to get money to like buy weed and it's weird like it sounds crazy saying this out loud could, this could but, be this could lead to a deeper conversation i don't know how deep you want to go oh totally but I, you know i'm down for whatever but so like when me and him first broke up like I like when I was smoking, I would get so sick. Like I had weed. Like I buy weed. Like I buy like a um like what's it like seven grams or like I don't know what it is. Like half whatever. I buy I buy a lot of weed. Like I buy at least two hundred dollars a weed. Like sometimes a week, and I had that weed just sitting there. I couldn't even smoke it. Like I couldn't smoke it. 
So now that you're single, are you still spending um, $800 a month on weed? <laughs> so now that I'm single, I spend probably about like, okay, so the other day I went and I spent 70 Mm-hmm. I'm spending probably now probably about like 180 or almost $200 a month on weed now. So a month? That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. But I but before it was like the amount of money that I would put into weed and how how fast we would go through the weed. It was like it was a lot. So like now when I'm smoking, it's more therapeutic for me versus like when I when I initially when in a situation and when I initially got out, it was more so like you needed it. A, I needed it. Yeah, it was, it's kind of weird. And I was like, I'm always cautious about saying that because it was like I was going through like I had like my body just was like almost like I felt like when people say like when they're going through withdrawal and like the side effects and how they feel and how like sluggish and all that stuff. That's literally how I felt like when I got when I was trying to smoke like after the relationship. So it was just ill, ill. So I'm very cautious about. So do now. I feel like, I feel like weed is the one drug where people don't like to admit that they are addicted. And like I smoke. Oh, one thousand. I smoke, but like, I can like I haven't smoked since maybe at this point like a day and a half ago. Like I don't. Oh. I don't need to smoke every day. I do it because I like the way it feels. Now, when I'm feeling sad and I smoke, I start to feel like, "Oh, girl, get your life together," because like you now you need the weed to like, feel good. Don't cry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like for but for me now that I've been I've been smoking for maybe like two years now, I feel like now I need to like smoke in order to eat. When I first yeah. moved to Houston. First of all, let me just say this. Like, I was on my weight gain journey for mad years. And it wasn't until I started smoking weed that I started gaining weight. And I saw the mm-hmm. correlation. And I was like, uh-huh. hmm, girl, you might need to keep smoking weed. <laughs> so when I moved to Houston and I gained, like, what it needs to do. I gained like a freshman 15 because I was smoking weed. Uh-huh. I had brought me some weed from Chicago because I, I had already knew the weed down here was trash. I was like, hmm, <laughs> we gonna keep doing this, and now it's like, now I'm like in a stage where, um, without saying too much, like, you know, I'm not at my highest emotional point in my life. Yeah. But like, I feel like I I need to, and when I'm stressed out, I can't eat. So at this point, I've lost like seven, eight, nine pounds. Yeah, and no, that 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 doesn't make me feel good. So I feel like I feel like I'm going back to being like 120 pounds and skinny, and that that I was never confident when I was 120 pounds and skinny ever. Yeah, that makes sense. So now I need to smoke weed so I can keep eating, so I can gain more weight. But it's hard to gain weight now because like even when I'm stressed out, I, I don't even be feeling like smoking weed. I just be like, let I'm gonna go to sleep because I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this. How we process stuff as adults, and well, I want well, I almost say young adults. I feel like we're not old enough to really be adults yet, but yeah. as adults, well, I guess we are. But as an adult, I feel like how we process stuff and how we let stuff affect us now is way different than I ever thought it was ever going to be. Like I never thought, like you know, like when people be like, um, I need to, have, I need to smoke weed before I do, before I do this, and I need to do this before I do that, and I'll just be like, "Bitch, you're fucking insane. You're a crackhead." But yeah, but now as an adult, I totally get like, it. I like I understand. <laughs> no, I totally get it. Like, and like when I was when I first started dating guys, I had this one one ex boyfriend named Ace, 
and he would always be like, man, I need to smoke before I eat because after you smoke, the food tastes so much better, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm like, it's not really, because I didn't smoke back then. So I was like, I watch him do that while I'm like sitting there starving. He'll be smoking and then we'll eat and he'll just be like tearing the food up. And I'm just like, okay, weirdo. And then it wasn't until I started smoking and I saw the correlation. I was just like, if like, it's easy to form these habits that we need to depend on this substance yeah. before it's easier to stray away from doing it yeah. and, and becoming a habit. <laughs> yeah, I um, I feel the same way. Like I used to be like, uh, my sisters, they used to like hold me. One time they held me down in a closet and like blew smoke in my face because I just like would not do it. I was like, this is like not cool. I used to be that person that was like, yeah. You remember that first time we was at I was at I was at y'all house and um uh-huh. on New Year's Eve and I tried to smoke with y'all until my coughing up lung, just embarrassing myself. Dying. Group of yes. people like like this is ridiculous. Oh like, my god. I can't get high. I don't wanna do this. And the first time I got high, I was like I didn't even know I was high until the second time I got high and I was like, Oh, I was high last time. <laughs> this shit uh-huh. feel great. <laughs> That's what it's like. Let's keep doing this. Um but but now I definitely take breaks. Like I took a break from like July to like a month break. Oh, um, just because like once I start feeling like I need weed, I take breaks because yeah. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that feeling at all. That's smart. Um, I, 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 and I can cut it off quick. Like I can go like I can go weeks without smoking weed and not miss it. And then when I start missing, that's when I'm like texting around like, who can I get some weed from? That's why I don't <laughs> oh, have a consistent no. plug because I'm always like taking breaks. Like I just- You're a wishy, wishy-washy smoker. I'm a wishy-washy smoker. But when I, I'm like a binge smoker, I guess you could say. Like cause okay. when I got the weed, I'm going to smoke it. But I'll smoke see, like a blunt every two days. Like I one blunt will last me like two days. See, real. and I'm like, and I like, I can either smoke two blunts a day or I'll smoke like half half a blunt and then I'll smoke like a full blunt okay. or like half a blunt and half a blunt then it'll roll over like yeah. I don't really not I don't roll really over. like yes I just <laughs> I just like I try not to feel like I'm trying to break the habit of feeling like I need to smoke yeah like even now like before I eat like now like before I'll just be like okay I know I have to roll a blunt before I eat so it was like trying to time adjust and get all this stuff in order Instead of just like eating, and then you can smoke later. It's like literally almost the same thing. Like yeah. I was saying, like, like it's like I'm trying to like force the habit of needing to smoke. But at this point, it's just like everything that I do, I enjoy while doing it high. Like when I'm creative, when I'm playing the game, when I'm watching TV, when I'm doing anything, it's just like, dang, this feels so much better high. Yeah, like, it really does. Like the, I'm, I'm telling you, like we. That's this is why I don't understand why it's not legal. Because it's so like, yeah. I I see why the hippie. I get the. I understand hippies. Like I get it. Yeah. I get y'all. Like because like it is like a good feeling. Would have been in Woodstock rioting. Um, it really f- is. And for me, when I'm when I'm like really like feeling like depressed, depressed, I drink. I don't smoke. See. But and now I it's like I need drinking. to if I if I if I drink, I have to smoke. Like right now, I'm drinking this wine. I know my stomach gonna be hurting because I'm not smoking. Like I need to that balance, but also I I just I'm oh. like we said earlier I'm mindful because and not to and not to put 
I'm going to say it because I'm just going to be real. Like, my mama was an alcoholic, and she would right. never she would never say that word. She would be like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a beer-aholic. Like, girl, you're addicted to alcohol. Yeah. Like, relax. It's the same thing. But, like, yeah. everybody in, on her side of the family, alcoholics. It's, it's like. You know what I'm saying? It runs in the family. So, I'd be yeah. like, I'd be wishy-washy about liquor. Like, Super. if I buy a bottle, like, it'll sit there for months. I've had this bottle of wine for three weeks. Like, I don't, I don't be doing this. See. See, and on my end, my uncle um, is an addict. Mm-hmm. My my uncle's my, my uncle's dad is an addict. It just certain things run in the family. Yeah. It's just like I just like I'm so afraid of like breaking generational curses and trying to stray away from certain things. Mm-hmm. Like like I was the first person from my family to actually go to college and graduate. Like not from the college, but guy wise, I was the first one. So it was just like certain stuff is just like I just want to make sure I stay on the right path of doing things, especially like right now. Like I feel like I'm in such a compromised state of being that I have to be a lot more conscious about what I actually like interfere in my life and like actually like what I let into my like thought process and what I what I intake. Like it's really, really like I feel like this is the time now where it's just kind of like almost make or break. Whatever I don't form now, I'll never form. And whatever I try to stray away from, I'll always run away from. So it's just like, even now, like, I'm trying to get more into the habit of, like, eating better. And, like, going outside and walking and and doing exercise and all this other stuff. It's kind of like, now is really the time where I feel like, as an adult, I have to strike while the iron's hot. Yes. Or I'll never get that discipline. Or I'll never get that, like, innate ability to do it. Legit same Like if I have an idea Like when I have ideas Most of the time I'm at work Because at work Like I work a very brainless job So like I'm always like Ideas be popping up in my head Like oh I can do this Oh I can do this And then like I'll write it down Put it in my notes or something Uh By the time I get home I'm over it You know what I'm saying And so it's like If I don't come up with the shit While I'm at home And I can execute it Like it will never happen I have so many ideas For like YouTube videos you know what I call that? I call those creative boners. Like, you know, you get like, you get like really hard for something. You're like, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. And then you get soft. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it is like, it's just like when you're soft, it's kind of like. Wah, wah, wah. That's a great like, way to explain it. <laughs> so it's just kind of like how, like where and I, we always have these conversations because me and you, I feel like we work almost the same where if we're really encouraged to do something, we do it. Mm-hmm. If we're not feeling something, we kind of have to push more towards doing it or we're really not going to fucking do yeah. it. It's just like, we're the same type of like workers creatively. So I just always like, when it comes to like doing stuff, I need to be motivated. I need to be focused and I need to always just make sure that like, whether it's like me smoking or like now like with me dating and all this other stuff or relationships it's like I have to make sure that I have the right stuff around me right now. Yeah. So I'm just always afraid. Always afraid. I um just saw an Instagram post. I'm about to try to pull it up. Um that says something about like something to the effect of like if you're having like a creative moment, like just like just okay, it says creativity isn't limited to being an artist. Also, being creative doesn't have to pay you. It mm. goes on to say creative hobbies improve quality of life, even simple things daily, weekly, even monthly. 
And so I kind of felt hit because, like, we do the podcast weekly, right? Yeah. Sewing, gardening, <laughs> dancing, traveling, karaoke, collecting car, collecting car clubs, sports, even kink clubs, retreats. Even if oh. you don't have the talent, you can still have a passion for art and be around it, i.e. be an agent, manager, A&R, real estate um, enthusiast. Don't miss out on years of joy on some I wish. There's so much you can do. And Amen. It, and it ends with, bitch, if you don't get those finger paints out. <laughs> and I, I reposted that. That's from Marcus.Effin.Prime. That's the guy that does those little funny cartoons on Instagram. Okay. Um, I, I, I needed that because sometimes I'd be feeling like, like I have all these ideas, but like a lot of times when it comes to being creative, sometimes you need resources as well. And I yeah. am, you know, a self-made broke bitch. So <laughs> if I, if I feel like I have a good idea, but I don't have the resources to execute it, I won't even attempt it. That's me. That's literally me right now. Like, it's certain stuff, like, I, I come to you with so many ideas about stuff that, yeah. like, from, like, videos to, like, certain stuff that I want to do. And it's just kind of like, dang, I don't I know I can't do that. So, what am I even, like, trying to do it for? Like, so I yeah. just, like, back burner. Like, we have to stop doing that. We like, do, going into, it's not helpful. Going into 2022, we have to put ourselves in positions where even if we feel like, even if we feel like we can't do it, or we there's a feel like we if we feel like there's a possibility we can do it we should try it. Cause even if you look at like your favorite well known creatives like artists or like um, you know whoever, if you like look at their old work like it was kind of rough like this is always like, it's this always. Is very rough this is not polished but they put it out anyway. In and a garage was, and it to make helped it them build themselves up to create better shit. And so totally. I be trying to think about that sometimes too. Like, bitch, it's not supposed to be perfect. That's the purpose of art. Yep. It's all up to interpretation. And what we may see is not perfect. Somebody else may look at it and just be like, that's it. I get it. Yeah. And also what and, we have to do. Go ahead. 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 I think it was you who pointed out, like, you never really know who's paying attention to you. Yeah. Or you never really know who's watching you. And I feel like even when it comes to this podcast, I'm always like, Whenever I get, like, positive things or, like, someone literally just texts me literally right now. And they're just, like, listening to you. Love it. And I'm just, like, stuff like that. You just never know who's paying attention to whatever piece of art or whatever expression you're releasing out into the universe. Yeah. So, you just never know. And it's it's kind of, it's sick. It's sick. And even though I said that to you, <laughs> I'd be forgetting that. That's I'd how be forgetting works. that. Like, just, girl, just put put it out. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's like, um, um, damn, I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, just put it out. Like, I, I, I think, yeah, we definitely got to get past that because it's like, it's not gonna hurt to put it out. And I always say to everyone, I'm always like, get out of your own way, and that's mm -hmm. like one of the biggest piece of advice I always give everyone. And I feel like the advice that you always give someone else is always the hardest advice for you to follow mm -hmm. yourself. Like, I don't know why it's so fucking hard to just be like, say something. Believe it, and you know you believe it, yeah. but it's it's so hard to actually just like execute it. Like yeah. that's the hard part. Executing what you actually believe about yourself is always just like fuck. Like oh, like it's frustrating. It's hard. Um, I think okay. So here's two things I think that every we and everybody listening should should um do and stop doing. 
first of all, we need to just like basically stop worrying about what people's reactions will be if we're creating mm. something that we like enjoy. So like even with the podcast, like sometimes I'd be thinking like, I don't know if people want to hear that or I think people want to hear this. And it's like, but what do what do I want to say? Yeah. And so just do that. Also comparing like I be I, I, I preach this to myself often like, girl, stop comparing yourself to the shit you see because that's not you. It's not for you. Yeah. God didn't write that in your will. Like, that's not for you. But. I be forgetting that sometimes that I be I have to remind myself often like okay girl that's them what about you but it's so but that's like so hard to do sometimes it is because because we live in kind of like that atmosphere now where you have to compare yourself to the next person because the next person you never like I look at everything as a like sometimes as a competition which is a horrible trait of mine mm-hmm. so. The person that's doing something better than me, I want to study. I want to learn. I want to see what they're doing that makes them better than me in whatever said subject is. And then I want to apply it to myself. Yeah. So, like, it's it's hard. Like, it's really hard not to take in everything around you and, like, build it towards yourself or taking everything around you and just, like, not judge yourself based off of it. Yeah. Like, I'm really, I'm really, really hard on myself when it comes to, like, my weight and all this other stuff. Like, um, last week or so, I was having, like, a, um, a eating disorder, um, I was, like, falling back into bad habits of, like, how I, um, navigate my body image or whatever. So, I was, like, trying so hard to just, like, get out of the mindset of what someone else want to see for me and get my head back into the mindset of what I want to see for myself. Um... Like years ago, um, I talk about it briefly in a little bit, but but years ago I had a um, a eating disorder where I just wouldn't not eat and I um lost probably about like sixty pounds, eighty pounds. I dropped so much weight. Everybody was just like, "Are you sick? What's going on?" Yada yada yada. And so like now, sometimes when I get into those mindsets of comparing myself to someone else or like seeing how my body is or like looking in the mirror so much and like judging myself it's like i it's i have to take a second and like step back i have to take a second and really just like reestablish like my self-worth and reestablish like how i see myself yeah so is it like i like i'm trying not to cry you guys sorry if it's like if it's so low like i'm a crier whenever i get like i'm a crier so it's just like certain stuff like i don't ever want anybody to be discouraged from like going out and like exploring and just like finding out what works for you like i spent so many years comparing myself to like so many other people and like trying to be like this perfect person and trying to be like this like this person that wasn't authentic to who I see myself being. So I just like sometimes when I fall into habits like anything, like I get really, really scared. I get really, really worried. I get really, really like shook. So like, like I feel like this podcast is a safe place. So I have no problem telling you guys any of this stuff. So like you saying like comparing yourself to other people, it's just like, it's something that I'm personally working so hard on. And it's so hard to do. So hard. Yeah. It is hard, um, but I think what you said about like sometimes you look at people and you um, you aspire to be 
like how they are it's not it doesn't come from a place of like jealousy or sadness it's just like hmm i would like to like do that as well i think that's different than comparing yourself and then like as a result you start tearing your own self down because you don't have or look like or do what this person is doing you know what i'm saying you're right about it it's hard it's weird it's weird navigating all this stuff because I feel like um, growing up, we were always just like, you know, you watch Degrassi and you watch like all these yeah. other fucking shows and like how they like their lives are set up and those situations they go through. And you're just like, I would never be in that situation yeah. or I'll never go through Literally. that and blah, blah, blah. And then like every situation that you said you would never fucking go through or never fucking be in, you are like forced to go fucking through. And it's just kind of like, fuck, like. I live so many years, I feel like, with blinders on to the reality of life that now, like, me facing all this stuff and, like, me, like, like I've been, I've been, like, trying to show, like, on my vlog and stuff, I've been trying to show, like, more of what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, like, coming to the realization that everything that I thought my life was going to be is probably not going to ever be it. But I can keep striving for it. It's literally the only thing right now that's, like, motivating me and keeping me moving forward. Yeah. Like, because for the longest, it's just, like, you want to do so much and you want to be so much and you want to accomplish so much. And it's just, like, fuck, will I ever get to do this stuff? Like, will I ever, like, is it is it possible to do? And so you get discouraged. You get down on yourself. But it's just kind of, like, the thought of it, the maybe, the possibility like the the right time, right place. Like I don't know, motherfucking fairy godmother clicking her heels in the closet, listen to me, and making it work. Like it's just the thought of the possibility of anything. It's just like the yeah. motivation. I think as an adult that I feel like I need a lot. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite quotes is um, from the Queen of Rap, Iggy Azalea. And uh, she got this song. I've been up all night. <laughs> this is this is no shade because I really do like Iggy, but she's not the queen of rap. I um I do enjoy her music. I won't uh, lie. She got this song on her album called "Impossible Is Nothing," and she says you gotta hate to not have it more than you'd love to obtain it. And so sometimes I have okay. to I have to like I literally have to play that song, and so I can hear that. To remind myself, bitch, I hate. They say be grateful for all of your things in life. Yeah. But some, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be they, real. The, the shit they be, aren't here. The shit be getting on your nerves. Like, why the fuck am I broke? This don't make no motherfucking sense. You know they, what I'm saying? They aren't why, in the this fuck, situation. why the fuck I, ain't, I can't press a button and get the body I want? This don't make no motherfucking sense. <laughs> so basically, okay. it's just like. You got you gotta hate to you gotta hate to not have what you want more than you want what you want because that will help you get it. I have to remind myself that. that. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel saying like staying self motivated is just a thing. Like like as I like I feel like I don't know how we even got on this subject or whatever, but like those you know creative boners you know, every time. Those creative boners are just I feel like sometimes are the you have to just follow them through. Cause mm-hmm. you just never know where it may end up at. You never know who your like art may touch. You may never know who like you may inspire to do something. Who want to reach back out to you and help you along the way. You just never know. So like, 
you have to just put yourself out there sometimes. And even as like when it comes to dating, and I keep telling myself that when it comes to making friends, I keep telling myself that. Yeah. Like you have to get out of your own way. Like follow those boners. Yeah. Don't be a softy. I um I I struggle with like I don't really struggle with this, but this is this is like a thing that I also realized too. Whenever you're creating or if you're just like trying to do something, like you said, like make friends or like be um, more open to relationships or whatever the case is, like it has to come from a really authentic place or it's never going to yeah. come to fruition. If you're Ever. doing it for anything other than like, I really want this, I enjoy this, then it's not going to like, just for for example, I'll say this, like, um, what, what, like, okay. Um, TikTok. This is a very this is a very frivolous example, but I just I'm just gonna put that out there. For me on my TikTok, right when I first was doing TikTok, I was just doing the shit because I'm like, girl, I'll be bored in the house. I'd be doing this shit anyway. Might as well set up the camera. Whenever I would do TikToks like where I was just like totally bored, or I had like a good idea and I was like, I'm gonna do this right now, it'll blow up on TikTok. Whenever I was doing something that I thought was gonna be funny, or I thought was gonna go viral, or I thought was gonna get like reaction, flatline, twenty four plays. See, and I keep wanting to try TikTok. Like I am so intimidated by TikTok that it's not even fucking cute. Like I open it's to the point where I open the app, I peek in, and I close it. Is to that. It's, it's good. Like, it's, well, can't. it's good if you close it because you'll end up on that bitch for three hours at three a.m. and the next thing you know, the sun is up. So it's like. See, and I hear that a lot too, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't get it. It's easy to get sucked into TikTok, and you be like, oh, I can recreate this, and you keep scrolling. Oh, I can create this, keep scrolling, and you just never end up creating it because you've been scrolling for 17 hours, and oh my God. your hair didn't turn gray, and you ain't ate, and you ain't went to the bathroom. <laughs> so, like on TikTok, hot, they, they're a hot mess. They like if they if TikTok knows when you've been scrolling for too long, so what they'll do is they'll have like somebody come up and say, hey, you've been on the app for a while. Maybe it's time to like the, it'll come up like a regular TikTok, but it's really like an ad saying "Get the fuck off." The really? App, you've been on yes. Oh my god, that's fucking genius! But whenever I see those, I skip next TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work on me, bitch, because you ain't finna tell me what to do. I get off this app when you I ain't feel my like my daddy, bitch. Uh, you ain't topping me, ho. But yeah, I just say I like to say just like be. And I'm reminding myself of this as well. Be authentic in what you want to like put out to the world because if if it even is even a little bit phony it will not work yeah i i, I feel that i like i actually really like that you have to put your authentic self forward like i feel like that's what sells nowadays anyway like back in the day like people used to love like we went through this really manufactured thing in the music industry where everybody was just so fake and everybody just like perfect and then bitches started going out they discovered coke their titties and their pussy was out and everybody ate it up and that was started the paparazzi crave of like the like the 2000s yeah like i love that era because you were forced to be authentic if your ass wanted to go outside and eat Cheetos and get a Starbucks drink with a fucking fedora on, I'm looking at you, Brittany. Yeah. It was your right. That was your that was your reality. That was what you wanted to do. Yeah. And I love that we saw that. Like nowadays, everybody just wanted to be so like everything is so perfect and together. Yeah, everything looks like this. And I'm just like, after living that lifestyle for like five years, I'm just like, I can't even entertain it anymore. Bring back the chaos. 
I think I think a lot of like back in the day before the internet, um, celebrities like had like some mystique to them, mm-hmm. and like certain celebrities like Beyonce or like who else can I I can only really reference I know it's others but like Beyonce like she <laughs> came up like before the internet during the internet Instagram all that other type of yeah. stuff so she's still one of those artists that has mystique to them but then you have artists like Nicki Minaj who came up on MySpace and it's like can you imagine there is can no you mystique. imagine can you imagine getting on Instagram and seeing Beyonce like posted to her story and just like her eating a bag of Doritos? I would fall the fuck out. Like, like girl, what is this? The app would probably uh, crash. Yeah, it would. No, would like it's like, a glitch. Insane. It would be like, what's going on? Like, who hacked your fence? <laughs> that would actually be fucked. Yes, that. Cause you know Beyonce has a fence mm-hmm. somewhere hidden away, and I just want to know like who she follows. What she posts, like Beyonce is a very mysterious girl. And she's which, she's such a a, a um, she's so paranoid that she has a whole separate phone for all of her fake accounts. Like she has like <laughs> fake Snapchat because you know she got the fake Snapchat. That's how she be using all the filters and stuff. You're not love, yeah. girl. I just want to know, like, like what is this page? Like, 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 who is on there? Like, if I went through Kelly Rowland's followers, will I find this page? And if I send a friend request to it, will I get accepted? Hell no, because Kelly Rowland got a fence too. You think so? They all got all the celebrities have fences, and I encourage. I, I have a fence too. Um, well, I have a fence, but it's more like my art page. Yeah, I have a fence that. I don't even know why I have a fence. What's on your? What's on your fence? I'm scared. Originally, my Finsta was just literally I was only following the people I liked, and there I had no followers. I was just posting stuff to test out like how my Instagram would look. Um, okay, okay. The original Finsta before 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 Finsta, Finsta became something else. Before it was even like a thing, I was just like I need a separate account. Yeah. And then I was like, let me just open it up. So I just started letting people and my close friends follow my Finsta. Um, <laughs> and so that was that. But like, I don't really use. I don't really. I feel like I post more of my close friends. Um, that's why yeah. I'm really be on my Finsta, but I don't post nothing salacious, no way. I don't be posting like no news that often. I have posted nudes in my close friends, but like not like, you know. Yeah, I yeah. my close friends is pretty boring. I will say, like I don't post anything really. I just I'm it's literally like an extension of my normal page where I just post like the fact of like I really like the original version of this um, video. So I'm gonna post it in my close friends, and they're yeah. just like, "Why did you post this twice?" <laughs> it's kind yeah. of like it's nothing. It's literally nothing going on. It's different. Stick with it. It's provocative. I I wanna like maybe one day I'll just start like posting like asshole shots in my close friends. But then it's like, do you really want to show your close friends your asshole? No. Like, what is the purpose of close friends? But like, that, what am I doing? But see, that's why I use my private snap to show when I want to show my asshole. Just put it on there, because <laughs> that way I can tell if you motherfucker screen recording or not. Ah, uh, that's really smart. That's why I don't want to get. That's also why referencing referencing back to episode one, I don't want to send out nudes because I don't want my nudes circulating and end up on those Twitter pages where it's just like, here they're gonna show like my Instagram photo and show my asshole next to it. Like what? No. I'm just either gonna ignore it if it ever happens to me or deny it. But also like if my <laughs> shit get leaked, I know it's some good shit that's getting leaked, so I might just claim it. I don't know. I, yeah, no, I just can't. 
I like I literally would just be like, why would you want to like? Why would you do this? And plus, I be feeling like, girl, I ain't nobody. It ain't like I'm like on TV or nothing. Ain't nobody gonna expose me. Yeah, nobody care. Uh, that's true. But remember back in the day when like exposed pages were like the most terrifying thing in the fucking world. Yeah. Like it'll be like those Facebook exposed pages that pop up. And it'll just be like you'll see everybody that you know getting ran down around you. You're just like, oh lord, it's gonna come. It's yeah. gonna come, and then it'll skip right over you. And I was just like. Who did I? Who did I make happy? Then now they still do. They call them bait pages now, um, where they they just like they bait straight guys or like whoever into sending them nudes, and then next thing you know, it's a whole file for this motherfucker on Twitter. That's what happened to Mike Hill. Who? Mike Hill, Cynthia Hill. I'm pretty sure he got baited into sending um. photos to that to that person. So and, that was like, real because I heard I had saw that he said that wasn't real. I think it's real. Like they like the person I was on Twitter and the person like compared his hand to the hand in the picture. And I'm just like, oh, that's some scientific shit right there. Like who's comparing hands, side by side hand comparison? Like get a life. This is so off topic, but dudes with small hands be having big dicks. But that's because the dicks look bigger because their hands are so small. No, the dicks be big. Whose little hands have you looked at and found that their mm-hmm. dick was big? I ain't gonna say no names. But <laughs> the girls be having big dicks. Yeah. So do you like big hands or do you like do you prefer like small hands? I like big hands. Okay. I love big hands. But I've found that like the dudes <laughs> with the really big meats, they hands be smaller than mine. Yes, yeah, yeah, no. I I I'm I'm a Big hand guy, big foot guy, medium dick guy. I like a medium dick. I don't need a big. I don't need a big sword. A big, a big sausage destroyer. Yeah, I think. Here I... we go. Come on, <laughs> come on, march on in the room, size queen. March on in the room, ruler. I think I'm a cock destroyer. Like I kind of like them a little big. Yeah. So it's, it's I like boy I, I like boyfriend dick. I'm sorry. I'm a boyfriend dick kind of guy. But see, I've never been in a relationship, so that don't affect me. So I don't care what kind of dick uh, you got. Just bring it to me. Well, well. Okay. Okay. If it's if it's now there is a such thing as too big, but my version of too big be not don't be other people's version of too big. What's what's the biggest size you've ever taken? Maybe <laughs> I don't want to say because now I feel bad. Okay, well, say, bitch. <laughs> um, I think the biggest I've taken was knocking on ten. Okay, the the biggest I've taken was definitely like eleven or twelve. Okay, see and see that means I can go further. Yeah, you can definitely stretch yourself more. But the thing is, the whole time <laughs> I was taking that big ass dick, I was thinking, I can't believe this big ass dick is inside of me. Have like you- that was the only thing going. I've I've had those moments too, but have you ever had a moment while you were taking like a really big ass dick where <laughs> at a certain point during the session you just didn't even feel it? That's me normally because I try to I try to um, black out during while I'm having <laughs> sex. I, I I like to be present for the first like ten minutes, give my all, and like just be really really into it, 
and then after that, I need to like go to a happy place until you're done drilling. Because child, like I have a I have a very sensitive asshole. So it feels it and it just like it just like my soul be leaving. Like that's why yeah. I can't be having sex with everybody. I get addicted to that shit. Like like my asshole is so friendly and it just like it loves comfort. That is so hilarious. Cause I, I just be I be like I be I be thinking to myself like, okay, girl. Your hole must be really open for you Cause like so I've had moments where like You know how they take it out And like take a little breather Cause they, they trying to stop their nut Cause they finna nut mm-hmm. uh-huh. Y'all not slick when y'all do that either We know y'all trying to can't, hold that nut Can't trick us Okay Can't mm-hmm. trick Uh uh-uh. uh And then you know what sometimes, sometimes I back up I just I just back on up man Yeah cause where the fuck you going <laughs> clap, clap, these, clap these cheeks on that dick You ain't going nowhere nigga um, Where you going nigga I've had moments where like they'll take it out and put it back in and I really won't even be able to tell that it's in even and it's not a little dick it's like a big dick and I'm like I don't I, is it in and it be in so you like <laughs> being a vegetable you like you like being a vegetable at the bottom bubblegum shrimp I like to be like a vessel for whatever <laughs> I'm receiving at the moment <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sound like a slut. Oh, to my future I like husband, you are, I can change. So I'm really interested in like how this how this next year is going to navigate when it comes to like relationships and whatnot. Because you have a puppy now. Oh after Lord. if you if you if you guys if you guys go back and listen on the podcast, I'm pretty sure I've caught out the fact that he's going to end up getting a fucking puppy, and he end up getting a fucking puppy, whether against his will or not. It's his own. He owns it now. Yeah. So. I feel like that, and I'm also like what, but what I was getting to was like how like navigating like sex and relationships and all this stuff, how it's really going to like progress through the next year for me and for you too, because I feel like you're going to get a man in a year. But oh lord, don't, I, I feel I I feel it. Don't wish that on me. I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready for all that. I think you are. I mean, I like like with the puppy thing. I think I've even said it on this show. Don't want no dog. They stink. Um, <laughs> and they needy. And I just don't have time for it. Like, I wanted a cat. Oh, yes, you did say that. <laughs> um, and I still might end up getting a cat. Because I have a name that I want to use. And I want to use it on a Oh, cat. brother. <laughs> you're like you're like one of those white parents that adopt a black kid because they want to name their child Jerome. Yeah, name it Babatunde or something. Um, <laughs> Babatunde. So, I don't know. But I just felt like... I would have been defying the universe if I had left this puppy out to die the way that it was left out there to die. Defying so, the universe. And it, I mean, honestly, he looks very expensive. So, like, <laughs> I feel like... I, I feel like... I feel like it would have been, like, very um, karmic for me to, like, reject this puppy. So, I just... And plus, he's wow. like he has the face of like he actually looks like Wolfgang, a little bit to yes, me. Yes, Wolfgang. You see your cousin. Um, but yeah. Wolfgang has Wolfgang has propositioned himself in my lap in the midst of this conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so but you was telling me like the things you don't want end up happening or whatever. So the moral of the story is I don't want forty seven billion dollars. And so we'll just wait for the day when I can announce that I have forty-seven million dollars in my account. I will love that because then I can get at least twenty million of it. You could definitely get a big chunk. Okay. 
spread the wealth around. But, you know, that's the show. We talk about dick. We talk about mental health. We talk about body image issues. We talk about drugs. We talk about (laughs) more dick and... Poppers. 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 Assholes. I don't... Dildos. I, I don't know how many of you have clicked off the episode by this point but <laughs> if you've made it to the end thank you so much for listening we, really we thank you guys so much to you guys um oh that's hilarious and we will see you guys next week next week on Ow. the boys next door okay the bye guys say my name 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 name